Dedicated missionary service returns a dividend of eternal joy, which extends throughout mortality and into eternity. I want it absolutely clear that I declared to the world in the most straightforward language I could summon that the Book of Mormon is true. True disciples of Jesus Christ are willing to stand out, speak up, and be different. If you're not a full-time missionary with a missionary badge pinned on your coat, now is the time to paint one on your heart. God has something unimaginable in mind for you personally and the church collectively. A marvelous work and a wonder. In this church, what we know will always trump what we do not know. Missionary work is an identifying feature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Always has it been, ever shall it be. Let us be awake and not be wary of well-doing, for we are laying the foundation of a great work, even preparing for the return of the Savior. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited about today's topic because I'm going to be talking about a concept that has personally helped me a lot with pretty much whatever it is that I want to accomplish with my life. And this concept that I want to dive into a little bit today is this idea about small and simple things. I'm sure that you've all heard this phrase before because it comes from the Book of Mormon. In it, it says that by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. This is a really powerful principle when you think about it, and that's exactly what I want to do with you guys today. So let's just get into it. So when I really came to know and understand this concept of small and simple things that the scriptures talk about, I realized that I didn't have to make huge grand efforts in my life to do amazing things. Like those changes or results that I was looking for weren't just going to come overnight with one huge effort but they were going to come over time with small and simple efforts. And I think it was when I was on my mission that this scripture really began to ring true for me. What I was noticing on my mission was the effect that studying the scriptures every single day without fail was having on me. I had always been pretty good with my scripture studies before my mission, but not so much to the degree where they really changed me. Before my mission, I would miss a few days here and there, and the days that I did study, it was only for like 10 or 15 minutes. We all have to start somewhere, right? But it wasn't until I sat down for an hour each morning and really put in some time and effort into the scriptures that I began seeing any noticeable results in my life. And of course, these results weren't noticeable immediately, but the simple effort that I made every single morning to study eventually ended up creating this compound effect to where after a few months, it was like night and day to me how much the scriptures had changed my life. I remember looking back and just wanting so bad to know that the Book of Mormon was true. Or I wanted so badly to overcome whatever bad habit that I was trying to break and I wanted it to just happen overnight. So I would make this huge effort for a few days to try and speed up the process, but then I would just get burnt out and stop trying altogether. What I didn't realize is that with basically everything, I was just thinking of my life in terms of days or weeks. That's the furthest I would look ahead. I just wanted to have what I wanted to have or do what I wanted to do in the quickest amount of time possible. In this number of days, I want to do this. Or in this number of weeks, I want to have this done. Or I want to go this many weeks without doing this one thing. 
Looking back now, I can see how much I was selling myself short by not thinking ahead far enough. In reality, for me to see the changes that I wanted in my life, I had to start thinking in terms of years. Most major changes, most of those great things that are brought to pass, take years to happen. I'm going to get back to that thought in a minute, but first, let's look at how this kind of thing plays out in the Book of Mormon, because it gives us a really great example of this. So if you don't exactly know where this phrase comes from, the small and simple thing saying, it comes from a conversation that Alma is having with one of his sons. When he says, by small and simple things are great things brought to pass, he is talking to his son Helaman as he is explaining to him why the record of the Nephites is so important. And he shows him all the amazing, huge things that have happened because these records had been kept and preserved. Like, for example, just because they had kept the record and written God's commandments down, Alma says that many thousands of Lamanites had been convinced of their errors and turned to Jesus Christ as a result. Now, it's really easy for us to see how the world has been changed because of this record that he's talking about. Because to us, this record that they are keeping and passing down is the Book of Mormon. But for them, the miraculous restoration of the gospel in the latter days hadn't happened yet. So it might have been hard for them to see early on why keeping this record was so important. Nephi was commanded by God to do so, but he didn't quite know the purpose. And he never personally really got to see all of the miracles that happened as a result of him making the record, even though he spent most of his life doing it. So all of those countless hours that he probably spent engraving every character onto those plates weren't as much of a payoff for him as it was for future generations and for us today. But Nephi must have understood this principle because there's evidence that he was looking way down the road when he started the record. He says that the things which were written should be kept for the instruction of my people who should possess the land and also for other wise purposes, which purposes are known unto the Lord. All he knew was that eventually his efforts would pay off for his posterity down the road. He was willing to accept the fact that it would take generations for his efforts to really start paying off. Little did he know that this record was going to result in the restoration of the gospel in the fullness of times. So it's obvious to us the record of the Nephites has served many great purposes, but none of it would have come about if it weren't for the small collective efforts of all the individuals who wrote it. And this essentially is what Alma is saying to Helaman. To them, it might not have seemed like a big deal to record their history, but those small efforts, compounded over years and years and years, ended up changing the world forever. The miracle of the Book of Mormon didn't just happen overnight, and it certainly didn't come about by one massive effort by one person, but it was a result of small and simple efforts made by many different individuals. They say that Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Brick by brick, day by day, Year by year, century by century, the city of Rome turned into one of the greatest architectural achievements in the world's history. When you guys can understand this principle and put it into practice, it'll work miracles in your own life and help you become a more effective missionary. So let me give you a couple of examples of how this principle can help you out while you are preparing for your mission. Like what are some of the small things or small efforts that you can do on a consistent basis and what are the massive results that will eventually come from them? Maybe right now you're feeling a little discouraged because you just started going to the gym to work out and be healthy, but it's been a few weeks and you still haven't seen any results. This is a perfect example of this idea. 
you can't just expect that if you start going to the gym every single day, that your body is going to be transformed in just a matter of a few weeks. That's not how it works. When you start going to the gym, you have to be looking further down the road. You have to think of it in terms of years. Like if you can consistently go for a year or two, that's about the amount of time where you'll start to see big transformations. But going a whole bunch for just a few weeks isn't really going to do anything. But if you can just tell yourself that if you can just go three times a week, in a year or so, you will have the physique that you want and from then on, it'll be easy to maintain. Just ask yourself, if I do this today, what could it turn into years down the road? Not tomorrow or next week or next month, but next year. When you think that far ahead and give yourself that amount of time, it'll be much easier for you to get into the right habits. The same thing can apply with eating healthy. This is another great example of this. My best friend, bless his heart, and hopefully he doesn't get mad at me for sharing this, but one time he made this big, huge New Year's resolution to completely cut added sugar out of his diet. And he told himself that he was going to do it for a month. What ended up happening though was that he was completely miserable for that month and then once the month was up, he went right back into eating and drinking just as much sugar as he was before. Obviously, this is a huge feat that he had accomplished, but I don't think it resulted in the way that he would have wanted it to. I think he was hoping that if he could make this one massive effort toward this goal, then he would more quickly get to the point to where he wouldn't want sugar anymore. The funny thing is, is that we all think this way and we all do stuff like this because we aren't willing to accept the fact that some things might take years for us to accomplish. Now, if my friend would have been able to accept the fact that doing something like this was going to take more than a month, he probably would have approached it differently and would have had more profound results in the long run. Here's one more really good example. Like, what about saving up money for your mission? Or just saving money in general? This is another one of those things that I think a lot of people have a hard time with because it's going to be a very long time before you have a substantial amount of money saved up. And saving up a lot of money isn't something that you're just going to be able to do in a short amount of time. A large savings account doesn't happen unless you're putting a little away every month. But as month by month and year by year passes, that little bit that you put away every single month is going to add up to become something substantial. And when it comes to money, most people seem to get this concept. Like once we graduate and go out and start working, people are already going to be talking to you about retirement. They're going to be telling you you need to start putting money in that 401k now because you're going to need that money decades down the road when you can't work anymore. I think this is an attitude that we need to adopt in a lot of other aspects of our life. We need to be more willing to accept the fact that great things don't just happen overnight. There's this term called the delay discounting, which does a really good job of explaining why we often fail to think further ahead than we do. Essentially, all it means is that when there is a delay towards something that we want, that thing becomes less valuable to us. So the greater the delay that there is, the less value is going to have to us. Like if someone gave you a choice between getting 50 bucks in a week or 100 bucks in a year, which one would you take? Most of us would probably take the 50 bucks, even though $100 is twice as valuable. When it takes longer to get something, it literally becomes less valuable to us. So if we've got something that we really, really want, we're going to want to try and get it as quick as possible. But once we realize that whatever it is that we want is going to be further down the road than we anticipated, we just forget about it and stop trying. Again, the reason that this principle is so hard to live by 
It's because people normally think of time in terms of hours or days or weeks. When we want to do something or accomplish something, we usually don't ever look anywhere beyond a week or two, or at the very most, a couple of months. None of us want to wait that long to get what we want. We usually would rather make one massive effort toward our goals so that we can achieve them quicker, rather than working at them bit by bit. And when we approach things like this, we usually end up getting burnt out and we give up before we start seeing any of the results that we want. Another way of thinking about this is that what we usually end up doing is overestimating what we can do in the short term and underestimating what we can do in the long term. We like to think that we can pull up our bootstraps and just grind through as fast and hard as we can to bring about the results that we want in our life. And on the other hand, we also think that if something is going to take a number of years for us to do, then we can't do it. It's too hard. Like, how does that make any sense? I think at the end of the day, Looking at things in terms of years is so hard for us because we aren't really willing to accept that it might take us that long to achieve certain things. And the ironic part about all of this is that we usually end up taking longer to accomplish certain things or have certain things because we only ever go at it with big sporadic efforts when we feel motivated and then we just stop when we feel unmotivated. We are always taking one big step forward and then walking that same step backward. But when we can have the patience and discipline to go at things in just little baby steps and think in terms of years, we will have what we want much more quickly. You have to ask yourself, what can I sustain in years? Am I willing to keep chipping away at something even if I'm not seeing anything happen week after week, but I can see huge changes year by year? If something is going to take you five years to do, are you still going to do it? Would you still be willing to do the work every day? Something that I personally really want to do is write a book. And I have to ask myself, how badly do I want to write this book? Do I want it bad enough to go at it for several years? What if it takes 10 years? Am I willing to write just a little bit every single day with this idea in my mind that it might take 10 years for me to finish it? When you guys can start looking at how the time and effort that you spend today is going to be an investment in your future, it's gonna be easier for you to do those little things. Usually we have this idea of like a 12 week plan for transformation in our minds when we wanna do something big, but do you ever think about what you might be able to accomplish if you created something like a 10 year plan? Seriously, what do you wanna have? What do you want to accomplish? Who do you wanna be in 10 years? And what small thing can you do now to start to get there? I want to end off with this quote that I absolutely love. I had this quote hanging up on my wall for years and years because it really defined how I wanted to see my everyday life. It's by Devin G. Durant and he said it in a general conference several years ago. Small efforts sustained over time can produce significant results. So guys, at this time in your life when you are preparing to be a missionary, don't get discouraged when some things take a little longer than planned. It's going to take time to save up that money. It's going to take time to get into shape. It's going to take time to learn that language. It's going to take time to learn how to teach the gospel effectively. And it's going to take time to become converted to Jesus Christ. All of these things happen with small efforts sustained over time. Remember that. And as always, remember that you guys are awesome and that you've got this. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.